0: hello and welcome to glow and tell i'm laura and i'm karina and on this week's episode we're just gonna have a little casual random makeup chat right and we're gonna talk about some fall newness that we are excited about we're gonna chat about palettes makeup anything that we want right Life, The Bachelor. My Instant Pot. <laughs> it's going to be a mishmash. Oh, yeah, The Bachelor. It's going to be a mishmash <laughs> of everything. So if you want to just have a little peek into what we talk about on the regs, this is going to be the episode for you. So stay tuned. So, Karina. Yes, Laura. <laughs> this week, we are, we're kind of, I don't know, in a slump, maybe? I feel like we're in makeup limbo. In makeup limbo, we're kind of at the transitional period between summertime and fall and looking outside right now there was some weird uh rain pour in our neighborhood and it's very very dark and fall-like and rainy and i'm here for it i love it but it also is only like august 10th so (laughs) we are going to just have a little random makeup chat there's a lot of newness that's going to be coming up um in the next month and a half or so and before we know it holiday sets are going to be out so many, so many launches are going to be happening in the next couple of months. So we're just going to yes. talk about what we are excited for, yeah. um, what looks promising, and then we're just going to just chat about like everyday life things, you cool. know, just like the stuff that we've been really into lately. Um. So, Karina, like, do you what is on your mind? What are you really looking forward to? So, I work in the department of of cosmetics that sells Anastasia Beverly Hills, mm. and I uh, had a little look see at the cosmetics, um, like launch dates and stuff. And I noticed on August fifteenth. This is a few weeks ago now, mind you, um, before we knew about this. And it says the launch of Anastasia. Foundation, powders, eyeliner, and a confidential palette. Yes. So, me and my team were just kind of like, ooh, what could it be? What could it be? Like could it be Norvina too? Because I've always heard that Norvina wants to make a second palette. Yeah. Um, my boss is like kind of gunning for that too. Um, but yeah, so we found out that it's a collab between Anastasia and Jackie Ina. Jackie Ina is a um, YouTuber. A she's woman of color. Um, I believe she's Nigerian. Yes. Um, like Nigerian American, and she has a really like larger than life personality. Um, if you know her, you know her signature tune it goes: Jackie, Jackie, judged, jacket, 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 jacket. You know what? She's one of the YouTubers with a really big personality that I really like. Yeah, I'm usually not I like the very like mellow people that are very kind of calm, but Jackie Ina is very outgoing, personable. She's just really funny and hilarious. Like she could be a stand-up comedian. I think she's funny. I mean, some people like she's not their cup of tea, but that's fine. Everybody has their opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of people are thinking, oh, maybe she's getting too big for her britches. But you know what? what does that mean? She's made her own success. That's fine. Go for it. What? You do you, boo. Um, and so they're coming out with a palette. I believe it's already launched on abh.com. Um, but in store, we won't get ours until the 15th, but I was able to make some testers today. Ooh, You have is, feelings about this. You I really, really like it. do. So every shade in this palette just speaks to me it's just like this palette as a whole it it is very like jewel toned with like these pops of like duochrome like silvery gold um that duochrome like kind of a gold with a green twist to it Mm -hmm. um i'm just here for all of these shades yeah and i know these shades exist separately out in the world somewhere but i love the way that um Anastasia and Norvina in particular because she's our creative director I believe Mm -hmm. so Anastasia's daughter um I love the way that she puts together palettes um and I don't normally go for palettes because of the way it's laid out but the way she does it is just very aesthetically pleasing you know why it's because it's laid out in a way that is interesting and not like from light to dark or from like in like a any sort of order that makes sense. There's a yeah. variation to it, but you can also like section them out. Yeah. Into like four eyeshadows or like looks, a, like or duos or right. Something like like that. there's yeah. your look, and then you kind of move on to the next section. Yeah, I love all of the shades in this palette. Um, there's like a deep, almost a metallic. I know she says it's pink and copper in the video, guys. In real life, it's like a deep, almost a. It's like a, it's like a deeper toned red with shimmer. Mm-hmm. Um she says it's copper and pink. It's absolutely not. Um, it's not coppery in a in a yellow gold undertone way. It's coppery right. in a fiery undertone. But right. it's not quite, it's not copper in that it's orange. It's coppery like if you thought of copper as like a red. It's not yeah. like an orange copper. Yeah. And there's a pink in there that when I swatched it today, I was like, hang on. I was just talking about wanting just like a medium toned pink nothing too bright because um, the Alyssa Edward palettes has these insanely pigmented hot pink like bright bright hot pink shades it's not my cup of tea but this one that's in the Jackie Ina palette it's like a beautiful just like a muted medium pink and I I just want that as a wash all over the lid with like a berry lip I need to take a look I need to take a look at this palette again because You are really into it I and am. I am very much like, mm, I love a jewel eh, tone. So, I've been, so. Well, I've been experimenting with more color ever since working in cosmetics, but these are kind of like the deeper tones that I'm like really into. So I did buy the ColourPop orange palette mm-hmm. and I'm loving that. Um, but I think for fall, like deeper jewel tones, like really saturated, like, like uh, not metallic, but like beautiful shimmers. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's what I'm going to be all about. And I, okay. I honestly think this palette is just Beautiful. So you're gonna get it, right? Heck, yes, I Okay, am. so then Absolutely. I will definitely have my hands on that it because I'm not gonna buy it. But since Karina is buying it, that means we both have we it. both own it. So, um, yeah. So I'm really excited about that. Um, I also got myself a tester of the Anastasia New Luminous Foundations. <gasps> Um, I was able to match myself to I believe it's one thirty N. I got a two hundred W. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm more of a neutral, and Laura likes a little bit more of a golder undertone for Mm -hmm. her. Um, I have not tried it out on my actual face yet. I think I'm going to try that tomorrow. Um, and again, that launches the fifteenth for us as well. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited. I'm so excited for. These medium buildable coverage with like a luminous finish. I'm here for it. Thank I am, God. Yeah. Y- yes. Fenty Beauty. Wait. We're, you're going too fast. Oh, no. Okay, Hang I, on. I have but, opinions. But yes. Okay. So I'm excited about the foundation. Just all these new foundations launches. There's so many foundations. Yes. I'm here for it. And it's hard because I have so many samples that I need to try. Um, you know, okay. Yeah. So... Uh yeah, so the Anastasia foundation I'm super hopeful about. I really hope that it doesn't separate on my skin because, mm-hmm. for some reason, the last like couple of weeks have been so humid here in Portland, and it's really messing up my foundation in yeah. the way that like I love a more glowier kind of radiant finish, but this humidity is. Effing it up, effing it up. <laughs> it is. I am looking so greasy, but Ooh. not not in a glowy way. I look greasy, and then I look cakey with the foundations that are a little bit more mattifying. Oh, so no. I'm like having a really hard time finding a good middle ground because yeah. I've been trying to my more matte foundations that I haven't used in a long time. And it's looking too heavy, but then my glowy foundations are making me look too greasy, so I'm really just, like, at a loss right now. Your skin's in that, like, transition point. And, And the weather's not helping. There's too much humidity in the air. My hair is frizzy, like, ugh. Yeah. My pores just look really large. So have you, I know you tried out the new Urban Decay Stay Naked Foundation. How did you like that? It was a solid medium coverage. I think I only used it with my Real Techniques sponge. So I didn't use it with a brush. Um, It was a solid medium, but it was too matte for my liking yeah for me I cannot do a matte foundation and I tried it out one day and it was actually really pretty on the skin like I did like it but for me it was it was still too too dry dry. yeah Yeah. unless you were super hydrated at first but then again like why would you do that I mean I really prepped my skin the day that I wore that and Mm -hmm. it looked beautiful but you know obviously throughout the day I have dehydrated skin this almost always happens to me is that my makeup will start separating usually around my mouth just because it's the part of my face that's moving the the whole time right um yeah I like the look um I'm not no I don't know if I'm gonna be wearing it a ton but it is a like the fact that there's 50 shades like all of us on the team like we do range from like I'm in the 100s and my boss is probably in like the four to 500 range um or excuse me the 40 to 50 range and there's a color for pretty much everybody yeah I found a really good color match I was Um, the, the only thing is that with that foundation line, there apparently are seven undertones. It's a lot, which I think is really hard for consumers to understand what that means. And so I would probably suggest find the shade range that you're in, like the, the tens, the twenties, the thirties, and so on. I'm in the thirties. And then from there, pick three undertones that you think might work and swatch them because I think the regular consumer is going to be very overwhelmed with these shade amount amount like the number of shades that are coming out like the Anastasia Foundation also has 50 shades that's a lot and it's confusing for people and if you are going to try to purchase something online it's kind of a crapshoot well Yeah, it's it's difficult. So with the Urban Decay, it's not just an undertone. There is a master tone and then an undertone. Oh my... Like, that's a lot. That's very scientific. So I was actually watching the training video on it, and it says, yes, choose your shade intensity so you're 10 20 30 so on right start um, there. they go up to 90 so there are nine shade intensities but then they're also your master tone and your undertones so what is the master tone your master tone is like the cool overall one? like look of your skin like i believe like mine is a little it's overall neutral and my undertone is neutral so i'm 20 NN okay so I did a 30WY so my master tone is warm and my undertone is yellow Yes, is that what that means okay yeah. so I do and I just prefer a golden tone because my rest of my body is quite golden and yellow and you said that you have a little bit of like rosacea so actually yellow tones it kind of cancel help it. cancel it out yeah, yeah. So that's why you like yeah, it. Yeah, I like... It was not for me, but it. I do think that it has a place for sure. I think it was a lot better than their Naked Skin foundations that were... Yeah. Uh, well, and also, they also came out with concealers in the same amount of shades. And the concealer seems nice and creamy, which is good. Um, but with the Naked Skin concealers, they... You swatched them, and in 10 seconds, it was a completely different shade. Yeah, absolutely. So it was really hard and very, very, like, waterproof, transfer-proof, like, oh, like, it was almost like putting paint on your hand. Yeah, then Stay Naked is cool because I've done a bunch of shade matches on clients, and it looks like, and when you get a shade right for it, it looks completely seamless. Like, it Mm -hmm. looks beautiful. And that's the thing with the medium foundations is it it doesn't have to look heavy. It can look... Natural it doesn't I feel like that's I really enjoy this trend that's coming out with like this solid medium coverage because you can shear it out or you can build it up. I feel like most foundations should just be medium because you can really yeah. add if you need to, but you don't have to for a lot of people. They just want a little bit of more evening out of coverage. Yeah, and exactly. So the thing with makeup, it's so much easier to add than it is to take away. Exactly. So that's what I like about the this foundation. It's like <clears throat> and I pounced a little bit on areas that maybe needed a little bit more coverage and it still looked really great. It looked like skin but a little bit. It's like normal mattified skin. That's what it looked yeah. like. It's the, really pretty. What was I going to say? Oh, I was hoping to film an IGTV soon, either with the Urban Decay or the new Anastasia Foundation. I may end up doing both just to have like a comparison. Um Yeah, I'm really excited for the Anastasia. I just really just hope and pray it is not going to separate on my skin during this time where it's like humid. I think it'll be like all of the pictures I've seen online look just like that not super glowy but just juicy kind of like hydrate like you look
1: hydrated it's like a
0: creamy coverage yes and healthy and um there's another thing that i was kind of intrigued by the new estee lauder radiant concealer in their double wear line i've not heard of that it's brand new okay it comes in i think 22 shades or something like that i tested it today on my hand a nice applicator it is radiant, but it is a double wear formula, so I think it's long wear with that luminosity. So is it meant as a spot conceal or an under the eye? I think under the eyes. I don't think you would put that like so more of like a skin a skin finish mm-hmm. instead of like that really dry, down like shape tape type right. kind of a feel. Right, 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 uh, right, right. Okay. So, oh, you know what? If Tarte came out with a shape tape glow concealer, bitch. So, um, I they do, and it's called the creaseless concealer. Wait, it's literally, huh? it's a it's a Skin, it's almost like the is it finish full of the, coverage. It's full coverage. Oh, it's like a hydrated skin finish with a. It actually is a little bit radiant. Ooh, yes, the creaseless concealer from Tarte. Okay, also bye bye under eye. Very oh, very full coverage. Yeah, because I've been using the Tarte CC under eye corrector, and it is. It's nice because it corrects under the eyes, and I don't use like a separate concealer, but. Towards the middle of my shift at work or the end of the day, I do notice that my mascara is smudges under my eyes because that area is a little bit too dewy. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested in the Double Wear Radiant because it's radiant without the kind of emollient aspect to the concealer, it just has like those light reflecting particles. Yeah, so, I mean, it's you, might, really pretty. you might try the Tarte Creaseless Concealer. I mean, there's kind of, like, mixed reviews about it, but from what I've tested out, like, on my hand, it does have, like, a beautiful, mm. like, actual skin finish. It kind of reminds me of what it would look like if we had the Glossier Stretch Concealer. Uh, yeah, that one's super But dewy. with coverage. But with right. coverage. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Does the creaseless, oh, I guess it's, cre- does it move around with your skin, or does it I set? I personally have not. You don't know? Tried it on try. my under eyes. Try um, that. We do sell minis, and I believe I have one that's in my shade. Ooh. Um yeah. So I'm actually, I was, every time somebody asks me about that, I'm like, yeah, I've been really interested in trying. Well, I know that. Kathleen Lights really likes it. And so yeah. anything she likes, I'm pretty much, and we also, me and her have the same shade range for every foundation I've noticed. We have really? the same color. Yeah. Oh, so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's take a really quick break and we will come back with more items that we are excited to try. So the next thing that I'm super excited about I have been looking at the new Chanel fall and winter collection. Oh damn. Which is currently out on their like their own website but I think it may be in a couple of stores. It's definitely not at the store that we work at um, but their whole collection is noir. It's blanc so black and white and they have um, ooh, some call out items. They have a Eyeshadow topper, like a glittery eyeshadow topper in a, like, frosty, pale, silvery white. Oh, yep. And then almost like a patina gold, which I thought was kind of weird. (laughs) Like, it should have been, like... A deep, dark sparkle. If that's a a topper, though, picture that over, like, a black gel liner. Yeah. Like, smudged all over the lid and then topped with that. Yeah. They have a (laughs) a silvery, glittery lip gloss, and then they also have a black lip gloss to, like, kind of shift the tone of uh, your lipstick. Okay. Um, And then, oh, 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 girl. Laura's real excited I don't know why I'm so excited about this, because this is literally the stuff that we bought at Claire's when we were, like, seven. (laughs) They have a shimmering gel it's called le gel paillette mm-hmm. so it's a shimmering face and body gel with a silvery and gold shimmery gel formula basically it's basically body glitter but not it's like the most sophisticated Ugh. body like glitter you and can it looks of. so we just watched a youtube video of a woman swatching it and i was really curious as to how large it was because it is 50 dollars. the product which, itself yeah, the product, yep. like it, like how much product you get, and so she, sh- like she showed it next to like an eyeshadow that they carried, like a gel eyeshadow, and it's huge. It's yeah, almost it's, an ounce of product. It's gigantic. Which is like the Soleil T'in de Chanel, the bronzer. You get a full ounce of product for fifty dollars. And that will That's last you forever. A lot. And that's and you're not using glittery gel on your face constantly, no, so yeah, so the only thing is that it is a liquid, so it may expire quickly, but mm-hmm. it has this beautiful shimmering effect. I just want to see it in person and like see if I really, really, really can justify spending that kind of money, but we you know we always have a discount, so Excuse it me. takes a little bit of the edge off, but <laughs> it's just this beautiful luxe, shimmery gel, mm-hmm. and just that alone reminds me of, like, Christmas time and New Year's looks and just, like, this festiveness that's, like, really fun and playful. So that is something that I'm really looking forward to seeing in person. Um, Yeah, Chanel, very classy. Yeah. What other things am I looking Um, forward to? what else fenty's we- coming out with a hydrating foundation yep super excited about that and Everyone's it- coming out with a hydrating foundation I'm, a- it. I'm clapping and i get i get it yes amen i people. mean people's skin usually get a little bit drier in the winter months and i don't know why we're going for all this the madness oh. mattification get out of here with that well, you it's know like, what I- just it- ha- nourish your face with something a little more moisturized. here's my here's my thinking there is so much skincare and I feel like people more than ever are using more skincare and taking care of their skin. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, you don't have to look as matte as full coverage because people are a little are are taking more better care it's, of their skin. I think people are a little more skin conscious. More skin conscious, they're more proud to think, show off their skin. Yeah. Even texture, I mean, people with acne freaking own it. I mean, yeah that's what makeup is for if you really hate the look of it you can always cover it yes it's not going to get rid of the texture But yeah. maybe can cover up the redness from it but yeah for whatever. sure whatever I mean people have things with their skin and yeah everybody has dealt with something like that in their lifetime guaranteed and and I like that so for their launch with the hydrating what is it called the hydrating pro filter whatever hydrating foundation sure they also have um, a hydrating primer to go along with it. I kind of don't love lotion primers. I don't really get I feel like they're them. just moisturizers. yeah. I don't really understand the point of them, but um, I don't even know where I was going with this. But anyway, I'm really excited to try that because the shade range is going to stay the same from their matte foundation. It's going to be yeah, exactly a one-to-one... Same. like equal basically which i don't understand why it's so difficult for some people to do that because i know that maybelline in their fit me line Mm -hmm. oh yeah the same shade in matte and poreless is not the same at all in the dewy and smooth i mean i it might be the i mean obviously it's the ingredients but it should not be difficult to cultivate the same same pigment create the same (laughs) shade Mm -hmm. in just a little bit of a different formula yeah, and the I fact that that's a one-to-one, I'm like, oh, thank God, because I could probably I hope find a is. match real quick in the matte foundation and just be like, okay, perfect. I can just pick up mm-hmm. this new one because well, I already know my shade. And I was watching Alana Davison's review video about it on YouTube, and she was saying like, you know, she tried Fenty Foundation like back in January, and it was so bad. It just looked terrible on her skin oh the original one yeah it was so cakey it's so dry it was very very dry and and that's the thing it's like even oily girls don't always want to have a matte foundation or want to look matte like I'm an oily girl and I like to look more like a natural to dewy kind of look yeah it and that's the thing it's like I don't want to look dried out and I think the older we get you want to look a little bit more hydrated
1: because it more, just looks healthier. A little
0: bit more like like the skin you were born with, is yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, the whole like skin conscious thing is yeah. It's very I, I think it's important because yeah. I'm all about it. And I don't love looking like I've had the life sucked out of my face. Like No. And I think the the And like Thick layers of makeup mm. is not is not flattering on me personally, and on a lot of other people, it is a little bit more obvious that you are wearing makeup. And if you want to look like you're wearing makeup, that's great. Like do whatever you want to do that shit up if you want. But are. if you are somebody who prefers a little bit more of a natural to, I don't know, glowy kind of look, um, there are like options for us now. Well, that's really exciting. And I think like a hi- like a more hydrating finish, like a more skin like finish, it just looks more youthful yeah I agree. I think that is coming that does come with age, yeah you dry out as you get older <laughs> for sure, literally and figuratively, yeah <laughs> but like your face, yeah, I mean that's why like I'm trying to put as much moisture in my face day and night is because preserve I'm, it I'm trying to preserve this youth, okay, preserve the youth, preserve this youth, all um, right. What else, sorry? We? Oh, know. we're you rambling. What? That's when do we okay. Not ramble. We you it's fine. ramble is like the keyword of our entire podcast series. So there is a new tart found not tart foundation. There's a tart fall collection. It's kind of a small collection. There's an eyeshadow palette. There's a repackaged art. What is it? Lights, camera, lashes, mascara. Oh, it's repackaged. It looks like the share in clueless like plaid yellow plaid. Oh, what? <laughs> I don't know. And then they have <laughs> a lipstick trio that looks juicy. It's lipstick? No, no, the, lip gloss. Is it the one that is coming in the tubes? Cause they in do. a trio. But is it tube lip yeah, gloss? Yeah. It's like Beauty Boss gloss. or No, that's Stila. What no, am I thinking no, no, no. of? Lazy Girl gloss or something like I that? <laughs> I don't know. No, no, no. We no, have so many. No, it's a t- regular lip gloss with, a, with an applicator, not, oh, not a tube. Oh, okay. Because they do make lip gloss in a tube, but of course, they have so many oh. different exclusives with different like stores. And stuff. It's like. Everyone asks for different things. I'm like, yeah, we don't carry it here. So Sorry. it has, like, the big doe foot applicator, kind of like the Fenty and all of, like, you know, all of the brands that are coming out with the same kind of applicator. But there is a, like, gold glitter that looks really pretty and that's, like, a berry tone red. And then I forget what the other third shade is, but it looked pretty. Um Ooh, yeah, Skin Gloss Glass Highlighter from Tarte. I don't know if this is going to be carried in our store, but that's really cool. It looks it's like a face gloss. It's kind of like a Flesh, face gloss. It's like a flesh, um, flesh Beauty. What the Flesh that? Pot? Yes, thank you. The Flesh Pot dupe, almost. But I'm not going to use it on my lids. It, on it only comes lids. in one shade. What Chanel has um the Ombre Premier Eye Gloss toppers in silver and gold. Ooh, girl, they're pretty, but mm. I would never use it on my lids, ever. Yeah, I mean I love the look of like the editorial glossy eye, but it's I feel like it would just feel so uncomfortable. It doesn't feel uncomfortable. It you just know immediately after you put it on that it's going to start moving your thing. Your oh, like yeah. eyeshadow around. Yeah, totally. Um there's a lot of new fragrances coming out for fall. There's a lot of women's fragrances, but they're not my style at all. I really love a cozy, warm heavy on like the vanilla the amber the musk kind of scents with some spice thrown in I really want something to be like wowing me but Hmm. the department store is kind of hard because a lot of it you know it has to market to like the mass amount of people it's not a niche kind of fragrance I don't know what else am I into that um oh it's called busy gal gloss not lazy girl gloss (laughs)
1: Not lazy, tart. she's busy. I mean,
0: shoot, I don't know. This is on. This is tart. Yeah, they where, have do, a lot they, of where different, do they carry this? I don't know. Oh. They're all different exclusives at different stores, which is kind of annoying. Which I also kind of get. It's kind of like a good business, but strategy. it's hard to track down like who has what and yeah. It's and they have lot. that second line Sugar Rush at Ulta. It's yeah, it's aimed at like a, a younger set. Hmm. Um, oh, something else that's aimed at a younger set. Um, Clarence is launching. Well, they've already launched this it's called my clarins and it's aimed at basically like the millennial set Mm -hmm. there's their skincare it's a couple of it's not very many skews as of yet um but it's really pretty packaging it's cute it's the price point's great it's all um, basic like skincare. It's really basic skincare for like probably people in their early twenties, like up to 30 years old, I'd sure. say. Yeah, yeah. Um they do have this hydrating mist, and the bottle it comes in is like really heavy and sturdy, but the mister itself is really fine and it has the mist that actually like lasts a long time. <gasps> oh. I love a good sh- Yeah. <laughs> Instead of the, the ch- 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 spraying me in right. the face. Like, no, I don't want that. But I am interested in that, but I also don't want to pay $22 for a mix. You know, I really am intrigued hmm. to see what other complexion products that Charlotte Tilbury comes out with. Oh, yes. Or eyeshadows. Is her what? foundation out yet? I don't know. God damn it. I don't, I honestly have no idea. <laughs> I, like, they, they keep teasing it, but I don't know if what the actual, like, start date is for that. Huh, okay. Um anyway what else are we going to talk about let's take another quick break and we'll come (laughs) up with some non-makeup related things. we'll think of something yeah we'll think of something to talk about moving on Karina I have a non-makeup favorite thing that I need to share with you are you Oprah (laughs) this This is my favorite thing what's your favorite right now oh I know what it is can I guess yes is it our new kitchen appliance yes it is is it the instant pot oh girl 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 okay so <laughs> i am a late adopter to all technology i got literally the iphone i got it my first iphone when it was an iphone 3 mm-hmm. uh, i had no idea what an app was and i thought it was <laughs> stupid um i no longer use facebook I don't really play video games. I'm a late adopter, right? Like I want to know that things are good and worth it before I spend my money on something, especially when it comes to technology. Right. So, <sighs> Prime Day, Amazon Prime Day. Uh-huh. Rolls around. Was that back in June? July? I don't remember. July? It was a couple of months I think ago. It was- Maybe July, something like that. Whatever. So Prime Day comes around, and the Instant Pot is on sale for like fifty dollars, mm-hmm. and usually it's twice that. So before we go on, can you please explain to our listeners what, an instant, what, it, what an instant Pot actually is? Okay, so the Instant Pot is, is a, everything. Is everything? <laughs> it is a multifunctional kitchen appliance that can number one pressure cook. It can slow cook. It can saute. It can steam. Uh, it, it does it all. It can make yogurt. Like, what? It can, <laughs> it can make cakes. It is a pot that is number one, first and foremost, a pressure cooker. Mm-hmm. And what that means is that you secure the lid on, you add a liquid to your food or whatever you're doing to it, and it heats up and then it builds this pressure and then it counts down and then it naturally it can either naturally release like the pressure inside of the pot or you can release it yourself Mm -hmm. um but it takes like a lot less time like a fraction of the time it takes a fraction of the time to make a lot of things that people cook on the stove or in the oven Mm -hmm. so I pretty much use it all the time yeah and especially now that me and Steve have different work schedules I only see him for dinners twice a week and the rest of the time he works late and I am at home making my own meals for myself um and then you know it's hard to like make one meal like for one person so it, honestly yeah it, it, that's a hard thing it's super hard to do so I tend to make um batches of food in the instant pot so I can take them to work the next day or for the week so I have been really really into my instant pot if you have if you have an instant pot I feel like you also agree with me that people that have instant pots are in this weird cult that they like share (laughs) instant pot recipes with yes it is so fun because number one it actually works. It works. It, it is, actually it's works. It's genius. Uh, so. Yeah. Me and Michael were quite skeptical. but we But we made like boiled eggs in the instant pot in like. Two minutes. Of course you don't have to wait for water to boil. But yeah. It's perfect. It's crazy. So, so, yeah. and I also bought like an accessories kit that you can find <laughs> on Amazon. They have like a ton of different types, but there's like an accessories kit that comes with like a silicone egg bite maker. Ooh. So like those Starbucks egg white bites or egg bites that you can, that you purchase for like $4 for two, mm-hmm. you can make seven of them for a fraction of the price so I've been making egg bites to take to like on my breakfast for work so the other day I made a ham and cheddar egg bite I've made roasted red pepper and cheese egg bites Hmm. I've also made beans that are from like dried beans I've never cooked with dried beans or like soaked beans before I've always used canned beans but in the instant pot you can make it was legit dried beans In an instant pot in 30 minutes. Which is insane because normally you would have to soak dry beans overnight. All day. Yeah. So it makes stuff in the fraction of the time. Tonight I made a mushroom risotto, which was delicious. And you can make cooked white rice in four minutes. Like, I'm not kidding, people. If you are somebody who doesn't have a lot of time to cook, or if you are somebody who has a smaller household or a large house, it kind of just, like, depends on what kind of foods you're cooking a lot of the time. This stuff is amazing, and it also is nice in the summer months. You're not sitting over a hot stove or an oven. You literally can saute stuff in the pot and then change the setting to pressure cook. Yeah. So that's what I did with my risotto. It's a one pot. It's done. It's the instant pot. Yeah, and the saute (laughs) function, it heats up so fast. You saute your onions, my garlic, and then the mushrooms, and then immediately you add your rice and your liquids, and then you just change the the setting to pressure cook interesting 25 minutes you've got yourself a risotto and you're not standing there the whole time stirring it so super excited about my instant pot (laughs) I want to keep trying I want to try to make like baked goods there are recipes everywhere all over so many recipes and I'm I don't know I use it at least two or three times a week now like I'll batch make food Mm -hmm. I really want to make some like good cajun red beans and rice soon Ooh, that sounds good so that sounds good especially for fall time i think this is going to be coming in really nicely for like the slow cooked items that we usually make we don't have a slow cooker anymore so this is going to replace that we can also make like baked potatoes any side dishes for like thanksgiving i am yes. all about it there's so there's so many accessories there's trivets there's like things that you can pop like your eggs into if you want to make hard boiled eggs. Oh I've made poached eggs. I've made oh, yeah. I've made like crispy roasted potatoes for breakfast in there. Huh. It is crazy. Interesting. It's genius. So I love my instant pot. <laughs> um, what else am I really liking? Oh I have to give you guys a follow-up because I need to be honest. I said I was in a not drink for 30 days and I made it six days. <laughs> She's halfway through a bottle of wine. <laughs> you know what? Sorry. The first six days were Sorry. actually really, really difficult. And I was just like, why do I feel like a crazy person being like, oh, I really wish I had like a glass of wine. Honestly, after today, I, f- I really needed a glass I had of a wine. really, really, really hard day and frustrating day at work like a few days ago. And I was just like, fuck it, dude. Like, I don't <laughs> abuse alcohol. I just, I don't. I don't abuse drugs. I don't abuse alcohol. But me worrying about like feeling anxious about it was just silly. And so I have to be honest, I'm not gonna do that anymore. I just know myself. I do. Like I just know myself too much. I'm just gonna go grab a bottle of wine. No judging. It's fine. I don't drink hard alcohol. I drink wine or I drink beer. And I really don't drink very much at home. I can barely even finish a beer at home by myself, so I'm very much a social drinker. But anyway, I wanted to update you guys, it's not going well. But my no buy, I'm almost on day fifty. Ooh, I'm on day ten. Good for you. I started August first. Yeah. What else? Do you have any non-makeup things that you've been really into? Non-makeup. Books? Well, I just I just finished listening on Audible mm-hmm. to the fifth book of A Song of Ice and Fire. So Game of Thrones. And how did you like it? This was your first time listening to it, right? This is me opening another up. Yes. Book. So I have, um, so I've read the first four books and I do have the fifth book and I tried reading it like two years ago because I got it as a Christmas present. Oh man, it was a lot. It was a slog to get through. Yeah. Let me tell you. It's hard when it's... Um, when you want to get through it, but you it's just, like, not, ha- it's there, not I happening. I mean, I do really like Game of Thrones. I do like the way that George R. R. Martin writes, but there are points in, like, when he'll just not do anything but describe the food that's on the table. I like that, though. I do, too, yeah. but it's just... There's a lot of tedium interspersed between, like, really cool, like, plot twists. Okay. But, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, so then I realized that, yeah, obviously, like, the show just blew past whatever was happening in the books and yeah. really kind of just fully changed up whole scenarios they took their own it's their own thing so now now i appreciate the show as its own vehicle of entertainment Mm -hmm. and the books as a separate one um and it's so funny because i've been listening to these books pretty much straight through and i've stopped listening to any podcasts yeah and i finally finished my my binge mode game of thrones podcast Finally, because I was waiting to finish my books before I finished that. You know what you should listen to? What should I listen to? This was a recommendation from a, a co-worker of ours... Because you love Harry Potter. Oh, I know what you're gonna say. The podcast is called yes. Harry Potter and the Sacred Text. That's right. I'm gonna and look this up right especially now. Especially for the fall time, I think mm, Harry Potter yes. is fun to like reread and revisit because it it's feels a magical time, like that back to school like feeling in the fall. So, Harry Potter and the Sacred Text is a, a podcast where they. Oh, here we com- go. They go chapter by chapter. Each episode is a is another chapter. So it, they have so many episodes because they go through all of the books chapter by chapter and then every episode is one chapter. And so they use the book of the books of Harry Potter as kind of like allegory and metaphor and they kind of compare it as and they read it as if holy, it was like a religious text. Holy balls. So there's this podcast has been going straight for 2 3 years now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah.
1: So if you
0: are somebody who is really into Harry Potter and you would like to delve into it as if it was like an academic course, basically, you could use this app. Or I'm sorry, not app. It's a podcast where they really dissect and talk about each chapter and they have like a theme of each chapter. Um, But it's super interesting like if you were going to reread the books like you could use that as like an accompaniment yeah so i i loved binge mode harry potter for that too they've also gone through each book but not chapter by chapter but they've probably grouped it depends on the book but they grouped Mm -hmm. maybe four to five chapters in one episode and really did like a deep dive into those like talked about the plot but then they also went into like the deeper themes kind of similar to what you're talking about but i'm interested to listen to this as it really goes even deeper than that yeah and the people that run the podcast Have degrees in, like, religious studies or something like that. Yeah. So they understand, like, how to read, like, a sacred text, basically. Interesting. Okay, so, yeah, I I literally just subscribed to that, so that's something I'm going to be listening to. I also need Audible book recommendations because I do have a subscription and I have some credits that I haven't (gasps) used yet. Oh, really? I need to find something to listen to. Okay, you should... Do you, like... (laughs) David Sedaris. I do his books. Well, they already are, they're saved on my account. If you want to log into mine, but just, he, he narrates, narrates it. it. Yes, he has the best voice. He has and such he, an iconic voice, and because voice. he's the author, he has the exact like intonation that that <laughs> makes sense for the. Oh yes, his books are hilarious. They are some of my favorites. I listen to them whenever I go like on a plane or a long travel like trip <laughs> because they're just so funny. I actually have like most of the books on my account if you want to switch over to my account and Ew. listen to those. Okay. They are a hoot. And he has <laughs> such a dry ho- humor oh, no. that is just oh man, every time I just die laughing. Yeah. I mean, if you I mean, I've I don't know any other times where I literally will laugh out loud because of reading something, physically reading oh, something, God, but so good. heck yes. Like I love David it. Sedaris. I've loved him for years. And he there was one book called Theft Stuff by finding. Yeah, his and so he read diary entries and he had a really rough youth, basically. Yeah. Like after he left um like high school and was on his own, he was really struggling. And so it was a super interesting like look into his life and how he dealt with that and how he made it as an author and is like <laughs> I will super, not famous, but like very well known. Yeah, he's like BFS with like Ira Glass and all that stuff. And um, his sister I will, is Amy Sedaris. I like, will we never forget <laughs> the story of his, brother in, or his brother-in-law Rooster. What? I think <laughs> it was about Rooster or, no, he watched, I think it was his brother or his boyfriend, his partner at the time. Um, I think he drowns a rat in a <laughs> Bucket. oh my god and he like goes into detail about it but the oh. the imagery of him just like staring on in shock as somebody like whacks this rat against a bucket <gasps> in water it's oh my freaking god. <laughs> no his books are hilarious i think um there was one book that i i listened to over the course of a couple of days it was a really quick listen it was called truly devious and there's two books in this series i think she's working on a third the author it's a very much um like a whodunit Ooh, murder mystery, but very light in like a YA, like a young adult format. Okay. I think you would like it. I it's was, very quick. It's like that, eight hours. Is that the one that I was kind of overhearing you listening yeah. to? I did not like the narrator. I didn't at first, but I got used to it's it. It's real bland. Real bland. Yeah. Um. Okay, The <laughs> other oh, <yeah>. some <laughs> other things that I've been really into. Okay. This is Wait, Laura, by the way. Hang on. Oh, oh. Hang, hang on. on. Mm. I'm just kidding, you can go okay. <laughs> okay, I can't think of anything. So I've been really into watching the YouTuber The Anna Edit. Ooh. Her name is Anna Newton, and she is a British vlogger, YouTuber. She also has a book called The Editive, An Editive Life that I oh. bought off of Amazon. I am not usually a person that is into vlogs or people showing off um, like their outfits and stuff like that. But her style is so similar to mine. Do you want to be her? I do. She is so, like, the person that I wish I was. <laughs> but at the same time, am. You know, <laughs> without, like, being online. Right. She is very much into... Number one, she's a Virgo. So she's very organized. She does a lot of planning. Oh, God. Lots of lists. But one of the fun things that she does is create capsule wardrobes for herself for each season. Nice. And a capsule wardrobe basically is she goes through all of her clothing each season. She edits out what she's not going to wear. Like say we're going into fall. So I'm going to try and do this. I'm going to try and make a capsule wardrobe. So you go through all of your clothing. You pull out everything you're not going to wear in fall, Like all of your summer clothes, your sandals, your slippers. Stuff that is just not going to be practical. Especially where we live. We live in a place that has lots of, like, you know, it's seasonal changes. Mm -hmm. And then she goes through and puts back in. She stores stuff seasonally. So she puts back in the items that she thinks she'll wear during that particular season and then she kind of looks through her wardrobe and sees if if there's anything missing if she wants to shop for separate items that are kind of like missing out of that wardrobe for the season okay so for this season going into autumn my inspiration is very much like i want to wear a camel coat <laughs> i want light sweaters tucked into like black pants or distressed like kind of like a mid-wash jean Uh uh-huh and then I want to wear sneakers and black chelsea boots my style is very basic I don't like logos I don't like patterns the only thing I like to wear are solids and stripes I do not own (laughs) pattern no floral nothing um but in those like earthy desert tones yeah I want a beautiful camel coat for winter I don't have one I have a really pretty pink like a light millennial pink wool coat from a couple of years ago oh, yeah, that I, I love about that. Yeah. I love, but I think I want something a little bit more classic. Okay. And so you kind of just like write down the pieces that you feel like you could invest in. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely one. Um and she just makes it look very I don't know. Effortless. Yes. And her whole thing is about editing. Not tossing or getting rid of. It's like editing. like Being you more don't, thoughtful. Yeah, being more thoughtful. She does 10 by 10 challenges where you pick 10 pieces of clothing and you wear those for 10 days. So it's kind of like a way to like reinvigorate and like reshop your stash of clothes. Huh. Because you know where you like look in your closet or your dress and you're like, I literally like not inspired. You kind of just put together 10 outfits mm-hmm. with 10 pieces of clothing. So her channel is super inspiring. She's very laid back, very chill in the vein of like Alana Davison. She also is a big Katie Jane Hughes fan. I just love this, her whole aesthetic. And I love that she's British. I love <laughs> a good accent. I love a good accent. She's just like cute and cool and she has a book and she's like my age, which I think oh. is really inspiring. <laughs> I was like, I want to have a book about like organization. I want to make a book. I love organizing. I love making books. Um, Yeah, so I've been cool. into that. Um, so mostly now that I work in cosmetics, pretty much most of my wardrobe that I actually wear is black, mm-hmm. but I love to zhuzh it up with accessories. I've been yes. into earrings and I know big earrings are like huge right now, like really fun statement earrings. Like I love like the tortoiseshell, like the resin. H- H&M is a really good Oof. resource for that. Yes. They and have I have good earrings. I mean, honestly, I have, I have many. I have many pairs of earrings. Same. Um, but I also kind of love like that layered, like multi-strand, um, like thin chain necklace look mm-hmm. with like mixed metals. That's cute. I've been yeah. into that. The only thing I hate about it is that they always end up rolling on your neck. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you have like to like tangling. un- unroll you, them. From yeah, each that is kind of hard. I don't. I don't ever wear necklaces anymore because of my job. It just gets in the way now. But I used to have. I used to have a, like a big necklace collection. I still do. I don't wear any of them. Yeah. Um, I do love jewelry. I'm really sad mm. that I can't really wear rings. Just Why not? Because, well, because I'm putting like lotions oh. and foundations and like hand sanitizer in my hands all day long. This, um... Because I love a good like, this, statement ring. This jeweler that I found on Instagram, who I've been following for quite a while came out with gemstone eternity stacking rings. Oh, oh v- I think you, I think under, you two, under $200 and I told Steve, was like, can I have one for our anniversary? Because <laughs> I would love like a like a genuine gemstone and gold ring that I could wear all the time that I don't have to like mm-hmm. take off. I have um, is it Majuri? Mm-hmm. I have a Zodiac signet ring from them and I wear it every single day because I love the feel, like I like having it on my hand. But it has worn down like the gold is worn off because it's gold plated. plated. It's not like a hundred, you know, Mm -hmm. pure gold or 14 karat gold or whatever. Yeah. So I would like the idea of like a stacking ring that I could wear all the time. Mm. I love rings. Rings are my thing. I love rings. I don't do bracelets, um, but I do. Yeah, I do love a good ring. Um, Yeah, it's just I put so much stuff in my hands all the time that I can't justify putting a ring because I'm going to have to take it off. Every single time. Oh, girl, my engagement, or, yeah, when we got engaged, my engagement ring has a hollow, there's a lot of space under it, and so it gets really disgusting and grimy. Like, all of the lotions and stuff that I put. Yeah. Every time I clean my ring, I'm, like, grossed out with the amount of crud that comes out of it. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, so, I mean, for fall, I I think I just want to get some fun accessories. Uh, Maybe switch up my purse situation. Mm. I do have another Kate Spade bag that I have... I haven't used in a while um the strap did break but I did get it repaired um but it's this really pretty like plum color like uh oh yeah yeah I have it I just I haven't used it we (laughs) shouldn't we should get like some leather wipes and stuff because I I bought a Kate Spade bag off of like a consignment store that like is literally across the street from us yeah for $70 and it was like literally brand new yeah and it's actually it's such good quality I think really good quality I was like kind of surprised when that strap did break but again I did probably pack my purse way too full Mm. um but i mean you just go to like a cobbler or shoe repair guy and just they do it for you right yeah it's it's about i think more like the older i get i'm just into buying like quality over quantity which really is how we should be thinking earrings i can buy a dime a dozen i don't care to spend money i love cheap costume jewelry it's my clothing and like my big outerwear like i was listening to the anna edit and she said the things (laughs) that are like farther away from your body are the things that you should spend more money on like your outerwear or your shoes you should spend money on because they're on your feet a lot Mm -hmm. but the things that are like closer to the outside of the body spend more on that makes sense yeah because I have a beautiful um and go to the dry cleaners like dry clean your shit like if it needs to be clean like my wool coats yeah I have a really beautiful um coat from sanctuary that I bought last year that is literally like a cloud on your body Mm. I need to go take it to the dry cleaners before the f- the season starts. Yeah. So I mean, I have a couple of really nice, like they're mo, they're more utilitarian than anything. But I have like two really nice Columbia, sportswear, Columbia sportswear, yeah. um, <laughs> jackets for winter, and I just because I usually commute, um, because we currently share a car, which we that might be changing soon. Hopefully, I will get my own car full time, which would be mm-hmm. lovely. Um, yeah, I always have to think about, oh, I'm commuting, so I'm going to be actually outside, so I do have some nice coats from them that are, like, you know, your water, like, your winterized coat. Yeah. Little, like, little puffy jackets with cute little fur-lined hoods, but I wish I could wear, like, a beautiful pea coat and not be, A, freezing or, B, getting rained on. The transitional, it's coming up. I think, yeah, <laughs> I really do. I love a camel coat. Uh God, I just, and I've been looking on websites that I normally don't shop, like Mango mod cloth and other stories always has like the most pretty coats oh i gotta look at that yes they probably are starting to get them now because it's august i'm gonna find i think i'm gonna end up finding something online because there's just not enough stores in our area that are like the style that i like Mm -hmm. like h&m is great but i kind of want something a little bit higher quality than h&m right because i want something that's gonna last me and the coats that i've had Lasted me years. The pink coat I've had at least two or three years, and that was that was an expensive coat at the time. Like I probably paid a little over a hundred dollars for it, and at that time, that was a lot of money for me. Yeah. And you know, I try to take care of it, and it needs to go and get like a button repaired, and it needs to be dry cleaned. But that's the investment that you make when you when you purchase something like that. Yeah. I mean, I found some good pieces here and there, but for me, pieces, I'm like. Whenever I buy clothes, and mind you, I spend, like, no money on clothes. Like, I buy my shit from, like, H&M and Old Navy guys. Yeah. But I am always wondering, well, how many uses can I get out of this? I don't buy, like, a statement thing just for a one outfit deal. No. Like, I'm always like, well, how many uses can I get out of it? Especially for shoes. Mm. I wear my shoes to death, basically. and Yeah, Yeah, I always wonder, like, well, is this just for one outfit? Or can I wear this with... Almost everything I own. Right. That's what I think of when I'm purchasing stuff. And I think that's also why I don't buy stuff with patterns or prints on them because... It's, it's classic. I want something Solids are like, classic, I don't, obviously. I don't like to think a lot about my clothing. I like to think about my accessories. Mm-hmm. I, I like to accessorize with it, you know, whether it's jewelry, perfume, makeup. Those yeah. are the things that I spend a lot of time on. And my clothes are kind of just like a uniform, honestly. Like, I'm, if I could just wear the same thing every day, I probably would. Yeah, and what I wear now is, by is black it. on black on black on black. So, yeah, I accessorize yeah. with my makeup and my jewelry. Right. It's, and that's the fun, playful part. Yeah. Anyway. anyway do we feel good? Yeah, feeling All right. good. All right, good, so great. we're going to end here. If you guys have anything that you would like to share that you've been really into lately, whether it's an Instant Pot, it's a, an app... Uh, oh! I thought you just said a nap I was an like, yes. app? a I nap, nap sounds nap. good I love a nap yes. um, an app, a recipe if you want to share that with us please do we would love to hear it um, you can follow us on Instagram at Podcast. we have been posting some IGTV videos so you can check those out there too And you can email us, if you so wish, at glowandtellpod (laughs) at gmail.com. And wherever podcasts are found, you can find us, too. Glow and Tell is what you need to search for. On Apple Podcasts, we would love it if you gave us a five-star rating and leave us a review. Tell a friend about us. We want to get to as many people as possible. If you like chatting and just hearing, like, you're just talking to some two friends, tell your friend about us. You know, maybe they would like us, too. And as I always say, tell your mom Tell your friends, tell your mom's friends. Exactly. Um, and we will uh, listen to you, listen to you guys. We will uh, see you guys <laughs> next week All on right. our next episode, okay? All right, thank you. Bye. Bye.